Well, welcome to Thursday, July 29. Um, we are again here with Kevin and Stacy, and I'm still Steve. Um, <laughs> glad that you joined us again today as we continue our Bible reading plan and, and our Victory Point podcast. Thursday is our, our Thankfulness Thursday, so it's a chance for our guest hosts to just share a little bit what they're thankful for. So, uh, Kevin or Stacy, what, what are you guys thankful for? Air conditioning. <laughs> Today was really hot, so it was really nice to have the air conditioning yeah. at, in our classroom at school and at home, too. It was that's one little thing. <laughs> yep. Uh, second to air conditioning for me. <laughs> uh, as I described earlier in the week, I, I just took a new role at work. And while it's a lot of uh, new information being thrown at me right now, I'm still very thankful for the opportunity. And I, I like it a lot and just thankful to have a company that's willing to promote me. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's so important to, to enjoy where you work um, and just to be able to say, you know, I, I have a purpose and when I get up and go, it's, it's something that I'm looking forward to doing. So, mm -hmm. and it's nice to know that your company has your back. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I'm glad that you're, you're feeling that too. Yeah, so, me yeah. too, thanks. I do laugh when you say air conditioning because yes, that's thankful. But we were camping last week and um, all of a sudden the power went out and it got very quiet because all these big trailers around us had the air conditioning yeah. going. And one guy came out and said, oh, the air conditioning's off. It's like, we're camping. Yeah. Come on, you're supposed to be outside. You don't need the air conditioning yeah. for camping. But I, I definitely am thankful for yeah. air conditioning as well. So you notice when it's not working. So, yes. Yep. Cool. Well, we're going to jump into Ephesians uh, 4, 1 through 16 um, today. So uh, Stacy, would you mind reading that for us? Yeah. Therefore, I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling, for you have been called by God. Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the Spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. For there is one body and one Spirit, just as you have been called to one glorious hope for the future. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all, in all, and living through all. However, he has given each one of us a special gift through the generosity of Christ. That is why the scripture says, when he ascended to the heights, he led a crowd of captives and gave gifts to his people. Notice that it says he ascended. This clearly means that Christ also descended to our lowly world. And the same one who descended is the one who ascended higher than all the heavens so that he might fill the entire universe with himself. Now, these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's son that he will be that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of the body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. Thank you. So, Kevin, as we read through that, what jumped out to you? Where do you see God working in this passage? Um, 
I, I know this this isn't like a new concept to anybody who's been around Christianity for a long time, but I, I think the, the body example is uh, a, a good example of, of what it means to be unified. Mm-hmm. And, and God's calling us to be one body and and um, have unity and i think there's there's a lot of division for a lot of different reasons in you know society and uh you know no matter what side of the spectrum you're on i i think god is calling us to be be unified in in what we do uh because we're all bringing different talents and abilities to to that just like an arm and a leg are going to do a different uh serve a different purpose but it's all it's all unified in, into one body and I, I just i like the analogy even though it's not a new concept to me um i just i, f- I feel like we could a- apply that and and uh they, they, i think we i think a lot of us as at times could do a lot better job at trying to apply that to to some of the rules in society these days yeah yeah i think um yeah that idea of being one body one spirit having one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, uh, it oftentimes gets lost in the shuffle when we start to think about our own personal beliefs or biases. Or uh, I, I think when I read this, I, I thought back to um, my time in college. I grew up here in Zealand, Holland, you know, so the biggest differences I struggled with growing up was RCA versus CRC, Reform <laughs> versus Christian Reform. I had yep. a few friends who were Catholic, but they were kind of, you know, the – the, you know, the outside ones, there wasn't a lot of diversity there, mm-hmm. you know, and so I, but I went to school um, in Southern Indiana and I had friends who were from Ohio and Tennessee and Colorado. And I remember one time having uh, a conversation at dinner with a friend who was a Southern Baptist. Um, and oh my goodness, you know, RCA, that was way <laughs> off. Of but as we talked about our different beliefs, it kind of boiled down to well, we both believe who Jesus is, and we both believe what his calling for us is. And so mm-hmm. whether, you know, I as a good RCA boy believed in infant baptism, or <laughs> um, Brett was his name, a good Southern Baptist believed in adult baptism, mm-hmm. that really wasn't what was important. Mm-hmm. Um, it was who Jesus is. And so um, so that would just, as we read this, remind me again, as you talk about that, that awakening that I had that it doesn't matter our, how we interpret bits and pieces of the scripture. We are mm-hmm. called to, to be one body, one flesh. And so, um, so yeah, that was some, I agree with that. What mm-hmm. say so it's something that jumped out to you? Um, try to think. Wait a minute. when I read it the first time, we kind of talked about um, how God provides people to equip us to be the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. He provides people to help us become that in ourselves so that we can help other people do that. And again, so it's, we can all come together to be one body. So even though we all have different jobs, there's different people to lead us in different ways and we can lead others in different ways. And, yeah, that just kind of stuck out to me that we don't just have to do it. God's going to equip yeah. the people to do it. Yeah. And that's kind of 
one of the things came out of the suit is our our job is to prepare God's people for the works of service. Um, and so uh, in this, they mentioned, you mentioned too, the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. It reminded me a couple of years ago as a church, um, we did a sermon series on these five things. And and I don't remember if it was Pastor Steve at the time or Pastor Matt, I can't remember when the transition was, but mm-hmm. talk about something called five-fold ministries. Yep. Um, and we all did, did you guys you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I looked it up again. It's uh, www.fivefoldministries.com. Fivefoldministries.com. That's a little hint. Go there. <laughs> um, and basically, it, it all of us have been gifted in one of those five areas. Uh, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors. Sometimes that's called shepherds or teachers. And, um, you know, this website gives a little quiz. You can either take the 45-question version. That's 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> or if you don't have 10 minutes, the 25 question uh, version, that's uh, only five minutes. And it lets you know where in out of those five things that you rank. But all of them have a different role. So apostles, um, they're called the dream awakeners in this model. They, um, they talk about who God has designed us to be. Um, then there's prophets. They're the heart revealers. Um, they reveal God's heart to people. Uh, evangelists are the storytellers. They tell about Jesus' life. Um, pastors are the soul healers. Uh, they guide people through the pro- through the brokenness. And then teachers are the light givers. Um, they make the truth of God accessible to all. So there's that whole range from um, maybe you're gifted in telling people who God is um, or what role he can play in our life. So more of the reaching out to people, pulling them into the family. Or um, you're more along those pastors, teachers, where you're more gifted to um help the people who are Christians grow in their faith. Um, one of the reasons for this podcast is to provide an opportunity for that that teaching, that pastoring, to help people grow in their faith. So uh, if you have not, listeners, have not um, gone and, and taken this test or to find out if you're an apostle, a prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, I encourage you to do that. Um, again, it takes 10 minutes. Um, I did it last week, and I um, ranked out as a pastor. Um, Although I'm a teacher in my profession, so <laughs> that didn't go like, so, but say, you know, I, that was close up too. Um, but it just gives you maybe a sense of what particular part of um, God's calling you've been equipped for. So that's more of an infomercial podcasting. <laughs> but, it, you know, for me, it affirms some things that I knew um, and it helps me better say where do I fit in God's kingdom. So mm-hmm. I don't. I, I'm not going to put you, well, I am going to put you on the spot, yeah. but give me the chance to bow out. Um, do you guys remember, did you take the test? Do you remember mm, did. what you might have? Yeah. I was pretty even on the pastor teacher, okay. which again, in my role at school, at work, I'm the director of the daycare, but I work with the kids every day. And I can definitely see that as part of my calling too, of teaching even the little ones um, about Jesus. And so, yeah. And some of my coworkers too, I've been able to kind of help them through different difficult different yeah. situations that they've been going through since I'm a lot older than them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. uh, thanks to you putting me on the spot, I get to admit that I did not take it. <laughs> no, <that's fine. laughs> uh, but I probably should. I, yeah. I have a feeling I would probably end up in in the pastor section. Mm-hmm. Uh, just based on what I know about myself, but uh, I should take it and really find out. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I remember we had uh, we had the post-it notes, and then we had to yeah. put up on the mm-hmm. wall, and um, 
and what was interesting about our church at the time, if, if I remember correctly, we had a lot of pastors, teachers, yes. um, not a lot of apostles, prophets, or evangelists, and uh, which is okay. I think part of when you talked about what missional communities are, kind of the nature of our church, kind of the DNA is how do we go out and meet the needs of others? Um, mm -hmm. So that's unique uh, to Victor's point. But one thing that's reassuring to me um, is often I feel like, okay, the, the super Christians are the ones who are the apostles, the mm -hmm. evangelists. They're the ones that are going out and sharing the faith. They're the ones. And it's almost like, okay, I, that's not my comfort zone. So am I a <laughs> yeah. bad Christian because I don't go out and try to witness or you know, you go out to the communities where Jesus is not present and share my story? I think I could do that if I was if I was put in that situation. Mm -hmm. But it's reassuring to know that's okay. I don't. Not everybody is called to do mm -hmm. that. Um, and if I'm more of a pastor teacher, then something like the podcast, um, where I can read scripture and just kind of share what I feel is that that's mm -hmm. more of where God can use me. So mm -hmm. um, something like this again reassures. It's reassuring that we don't all have to be the Billy Grahams. Yeah. We're going out, or we don't all have to be the Matt Yance um, who go out and share. Although I think Matt's definitely a pastor teacher yeah. as well. He, Matt probably covers all. I think so. All of these. Matt's a jack of all trades. So, um, what is interesting, and now I'm talking way too much, so I'll say this one thing and then let you guys talk again, is um, how Jesus is all five of those. You know, mm -hmm. if you look at different parts of his ministry, you can see where he is being an apostle, where he is being a prophet and evangelist. And so, um, we can find connections no matter where we are on this list. We can find those connections with Jesus. So, all right, I'll be quiet. I talk too much. What else do you guys <laughs> want to share? Um, in one of the huddles I did, we did kind of talk about this whole thing of, you know, figuring out what our gifts were. But we also talked about how God does call us at some point in our lives. We might be called to do something mm. that's not our highest score. Yeah. So even though I'm a pastor teacher, I might be called to evangelize at some time. And so that's one thing of like, you got to work through. I think we had to write out our story of just okay. write your story of what you would say to somebody. And it was a big stretch for a lot of us in that huddle. Cause yeah. it's just out of our comfort zone because we're not normal evangelizers. We're pastor teachers yeah. or something else. And so it is something to think about that, even though that's not our main gift, we might be called at some point to use some of those other things. But again, God will equip us at the time sure. that he calls us to do something like that. Yeah. Probably like me here. Yeah. <laughs> also, you writing out that story is what initially triggered your, your call to get up in front of church and yes. share our story, which... yes. I got called by my wife to church uh, and share our story, which was which was a good thing. But that's that got you out of your comfort zone. That's mm -hmm. not something you would normally do. So yeah, yeah. So it's just how we can be called by Jesus and then called by our wives, and it's yes. almost as powerful. It sounds the same sometimes. <laughs> oh goodness. Um, but that's a good. It's a good reminder that we might find ourselves in situations where we do have to. Um, we are in a situation where we have to evangelize or um, be more of a apostle saying this is who God is. So mm -hmm. that's a good that's a good reminder to be thinking about what, what we might be doing. So anything else from this passage that um, jumped out at you or you feel like um, you want to share with us? I think I just kind of want I taking from it just to be more aware of how I can use my gifts in the body of either a Victory Point family or 
in the whole body as a whole, but um, especially here at church, um, just because this is where we are a lot of the time. So I'm um, just thinking about what can I bring to serve others and be connected. Yeah, Kevin, you know, asked. Not this I, no, I, <laughs> I don't. I, I have shared all of my gifts with you so far. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. well, thank you. Um, well, I think that's that's a great way to end on this. So again, what Stacey was saying, where do I fit into the body? What have I been gifted to be able to do? And then how do I then use those gifts to advance the kingdom? So um, again, if you haven't, uh, go to uh, fivefoldministries.com um, and it'll take this. And then once you get your results, it gives you a lot of resources, podcasts and other things to help you really dig into what that might mean. Um, so again, it's something that I encourage you to do. And then, um, yeah, emails here at church, info at victorypoint.org and let us know what you are and then maybe we, how we can plug you into, um, the work that God is doing through victory point. So with that, I just want to close us with a blessing. May God bless you and keep you. May God smile on you and give, uh, and gift you, uh, may God look you full in the face and make you prosper.